Hi, hello, it's AJ, and welcome to the 22nd episode of the Waffling Podcast. How are you guys this week, or these past two weeks, or the last time since we met? Hope you guys are doing well, hope you guys are working hard, studying hard, or even just chilling out and just hanging out, you know, enjoying life as it is. Wherever you are, and however you are, I hope everything's great, and yeah, Welcome back. It's been a while and it's been quite a hectic, hectic time for me and just started class again. So it's been quite busy with my schedule and things are starting to finally be put into place because of how my life is sort of developing, I guess you can say. So yeah, uh, aside from that, honestly, I, I've been quite good myself and I'm really excited to put this episode out because it's been so long. I mean, it feels long for me because I, right now I feel like I only can put out an episode every two weeks or something like that because that's uh, what I'm capable of doing as of now. But aside from that, I really want to get this out. So I'm really excited. So <laughs> yeah, uh, but before I begin, I just want to have a quick reminder. I just wanted to say that wherever you are and however you are, and anything in whatever situation that you're in always remember your family and your friends and your loved ones and always be there for them always just spend as much time as you can with them so i just want to put that out and hopefully i'll be able to get that message out before the podcast actually starts so yeah with that said let's let's get on with the customs to all of my new listeners, welcome to the podcast, and whoever is not, welcome back. Lovely to have you guys here, as always, and be sure to follow the Waffling Podcast on Instagram for any reels and any updates on episodes. I finally put one reel out, which I re- I'm really glad it got a lot of support and it really got, it, it reached out there. I was kind of scared that it wasn't going to show or anything, but the reel pulled through and... <laughs> Yeah, I hope that I can make more, hopefully slowly but surely. We'll we'll get there one day. At this point in time, it's probably an inside joke for me and you and everyone listening. Just me making reels is probably a joke because <laughs> it rarely gets done. And it's just, I don't know what's up with me and reels. It's just we don't, we don't get well together. So yeah, uh, yeah. And this is a generally clean podcast, so any weird words and weird topics will be kept to a minimum. You don't need to worry about that. With that said, let's get this rolling, shall we? One of the topics that I wanted to discuss today would be about life. And when I say life, I just mean life, like the entirety of it, from the start to the middle to the beginning. That, that's what I wanted to talk about, which actually correlates to the past the present and the future and the balance of it all like everything in life encapsulated into this one small segment which okay probably it's not everything but it's i want to talk about like the whole entirety of it because i feel that life itself is a journey and each part plays a different role and we don't know what role it plays maybe we do maybe we don't and that's what we're here to find out you know as we go and we just keep pushing through the journey of life as we keep meeting new people doing new things you know experiencing new things and just 
going through whatever that we're going through at the moment we are moving throughout life we're not stagnant and we're gonna be doing this like continuously until like until our time is up so i guess it's something that i wanted to discuss and it was something that was also recommended so yeah uh, let's get on with this i feel like every time i think about these moments of your life like the past the present and the future it never fails to remind me of ugwe the turtle you know master ugwe from kung fu panda and his infamous quote <laughs> i feel like i quote him a lot more than i should because this is not the first time that i've quoted him but he he speaks wise words what can i say right <laughs> yeah so master ugwe's quote like yesterday's history tomorrow is a mystery but today is a gift and that's why they call it the present i know it's like quite overused nowadays and i know it's like everywhere basically on social media you'll, you'll find it <laughs> and i know there's a lot of parodies as well about this quote and and master Uwe himself but actually thinking about the quote actually thinking about what he's trying to say it's it's nice yesterday is history it's something in the past tomorrow's a mystery we don't know what's gonna happen but today is a gift Whatever that you have today, whatever situation that you are in today, whether it be good or bad, it's a gift. And you are able to be here and you are able to enjoy one more day, right? So it's nice to be there. And even if it's like something bad, maybe your day is not going that well. Or maybe you're suffering a bit, you know, you might have hardships in work, hardships uh, with your family or hardships with relationships and things like that, right? It's always an opportunity for you to be able to uh, really find something or seek answers or get answers of things that you've never even thought of before. Maybe you've had questions or maybe maybe these hardships are leading you to somewhere better. You never know. And that's why tomorrow is a mystery. But we know that now is that today is a gift. And although I don't think that that's really what I wanted to talk about today, I just still think it's a great quote. And mad props to Master Uguay, you know. Yeah, so let's get along on our the past, the present, and the future. If there is a point that I'm able to get through, you know, I, I'm not I'm not really sure about this. Talking about life itself, I feel like we tend to forget about the balance or the connection between these three points of time, past, the present, and the future. And we just focus on either one or two points rather than taking into account all three. So as an example, right, we might think about the past only and probably the present. Maybe we might be hung up on some bad things that happened in the past and we might be stuck in probably our mistakes or the things that we regret and we just can't really live and we live in the present suffering because all we're thinking about is just what's happened and the mistakes that we made and we can't seem to see the future or maybe it's the other way around maybe we're thinking about the future too much maybe we focus so much on five years ahead or 10 years ahead or we just keep working hard like usually it's working right because when you work you want to be able to achieve something you want to be able to provide for your family you want to be able to get that new house or get that new car or something like that right so you focus so much on the future that you neglect your present or you neglect your past you don't even think about what happened before or you don't even think about the reactions from your family your friends or you don't even live in the present you don't enjoy life as it is now and you get so hung up on the future that you forget to actually care for yourself in the present or maybe it's it's in the middle maybe you might be living in the present maybe you might be enjoying life like one day at a time one day at a time and although that's i think that that's okay 
but you still need to be able to think ahead. Like you still need to be able to have that future kind of thought. You need to be able to also look back to your past and kind of reflect on your actions and your past mistakes or whatever it is, right? So like I said, right, you might think about the future, you might think about the present, or you might even think about the past, but it's very rare of us to actually think of everything at the same moment, at the same point in time. And it's hard to find the balance of everything because it is what it is, right? It's hard to actually see these three things in one go and to be able to actually implement all of these things in your life correctly. It's hard. You might slip. You might think about the past a little bit too much and then you might actually realize that you're too hung up on the past and then you think about the future and then you think about the future too much and you forget your present or you focus on the present too much. It's like it's just a big mess if you ask me. And it's the balance of it is just truly really hard to be able to actually get. And it's something that I'm struggling with too. Now, there are times where I feel like I'm too hung up on the future. I set too many goals or it's such a strict path for my future that I don't even realize what's happening in the present. I don't realize that I'm actually going sideways or I'm going, I'm sidetracking from the actual goals or the paths that I initially had wanted to go. And I'm not realizing that I'm going on the side. And next thing you know, it's just my goals and my ambitions and whatever that I am doing right now, they don't line up. And see, <laughs> it's something that I'm going through as well. The thing is, without understanding or remembering all three, your life will then be unbalanced. And maybe you might feel like you're missing something or rather focusing too much on another thing or something like that, right? So what I wanted to talk about today would just basically serve as like a guide-ish or something like that to what each part of life is able to give you and what you should really bring into your life from each aspect of it. I feel that the past the present and the future, they all have something that you need to be able to take from it. And there are things that you need to be able to let go as well. And with that, when you are able to do that, you are able to kind of get a grasp on how to live life like perfectly balanced. And I'm not saying perfectly. Well, I just said perfectly. But what I mean is it's not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. But it's something that we can at least apply and at least ponder or think about in our lives, you know. It doesn't mean you need to change completely. It just means that you need to be able to open up your mind and see it from a different perspective. Who knows? You might be able to work on something and we might be able to work on something. So without further ado, let's go, shall we? <laughs> so from the past, right, from whatever that we have been through, all of these memories, all of these experiences that we have gone through in the past, I think that the main part that we can take out of the past is our past actions and our past mistakes. We see what things in the past that have worked and what didn't, and we see the regrets that we have and the lessons that we pick up from it. But one important thing to consider when including your past into your thoughts and to your everyday thoughts would be to not be so hung up on it. Like, although that you feel that you might have done something wrong, you might have had bad experiences, you might have regrets on things. These are the things that have happened in the past. And if you focus solely on the past itself, you'll cling to these mistakes or you'll cling to the achievements that you have had in the past and you can't really move on from it. You'll just be stuck in the past. This will then affect your present, your present day, your present state of mind, because you'll be too hung up on it that you forget to see what's there now. 
and you won't be able to see the progress you made. And the past will begin to feel as if it's just a constant shadow looming over you. Like as an example, right, maybe you might have achieved a lot as a child. <laughs> you might have been like really super smart. You might have been like the top of your class. And if you were so hung up on the fact that you were achieving so much, uh, you might not actually realize that you're slipping now. You might not see that, hey, um, my grades are actually falling or I'm struggling in class. And because you're so hung up on the dream that you were such a good student and you achieved so much as a child, like when you were younger, you might not realize that things are turning into something worse. Maybe you need to put in more effort for the present because maybe things are getting worse. Like maybe things are getting tougher or maybe things are getting harder for you to study you know i feel like i've gone through that and yeah it's stuff like that or maybe it's like a regret or a mistake in the past maybe you've not had the best past maybe you have had anger issues or maybe you've hurt people or maybe things have gone sour with friends or family and things like that and you get so hung up on it and either you're afraid of being able to work from it or you just simply cannot accept anything from the present maybe you might push away people just because you feel that you might be doing the same thing without actually taking action of it there's a lot of things that are dangerous about the past because if you get hung up on these things because truly these things are something that you can't control it's something that's in the past if you get too hung up on it it will definitely affect your present and definitely affect your future so what i'm trying to say is that from the past i think you should only take the things that you learn from your past actions and your past mistakes and your past achievements. You can still reminisce and think about these like good things or bad things that happened. But what's important is you take what you learn. You learn something from the past and you only take that towards the present or the future. And when you are able to take these things that you learn, you can finally grow as an individual. You can definitely work on what you've experienced and Maybe you can just become a better person than you were yesterday. And that's important for everyone. I've been talking about growth like so much nowadays, but it's something that I feel that we have to do. We just got to keep doing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's the past. As for the present, I feel like the most important thing about the present is to be able to live in it. The present is something that we need to be able to grasp. And it's something that we need to be able to seize, you know. It seize the day. I don't want to sound cringy or whatever, but yeah, seize the day, you know. You use the present to be able to do the things that you want and do the things that you need. You can't really just stay stagnant and you need to be able to take the opportunities that you have. If you have the opportunity to go and explore new places, new cafes, new things with your friends, go ahead. Or if you do it with your family too, go ahead. Or if you really want to take the present and you want to take the time to actually focus on the things that you want, go ahead. It's something that you need to be able to take and you need to be able to really, really apply in your life. The present is definitely the, a present. It's a gift and it's something that we shouldn't be able to take lightly. If you want to watch that drama, if you want to watch that movie, if you want to be able to visit this new place, by all means, go ahead. Because these are the things that allow you to be able to care for yourself. You know, when you listen to yourself, when you listen to your wants and listen to your needs, you'll finally be able to feel 
and understand the things that that's important to you, the things that will allow you to be able to feel good, to be able to keep your mental health in check and keep your physical health in check as well. So being able to do that on a daily basis and being able to really, really think about that, this will allow you to be able to live life how it was intended to be. The present is amazing and you need to be able to physically be present and mentally be present. You can't just live every single day mindlessly without your head actually being where you are in the present. You got to be there, whether it be with friends or alone or anything really. You got to be there. You got to be present. So that's what I think that that's the most important thing about the present. And finally, the future. I feel that the most important thing about the future would definitely just have to be the overall image or the overall dream. If you ask me, my opinion about the future would definitely have to be to think of it in moderation. There are times where I'm too hung up on the future and there are times where I feel like I want this specific life. I want this, like only this, I'm not going to accept anything else. And it actually blinds me into seeing other things and other opportunities that I have. And I feel that if you're on the opposite side of the spectrum, if you don't think too much about your future, if you don't even think about your future at all, it's going to be tough for you. Like, I'm not saying that it's something that you can't do. I, it depends on your circumstances, of course. But if you really don't think about your future and if you don't see the life or the path that you want in a sort of way, in a, in a moderate way, right? It's gonna be hard on you when you realize you want it. You know, you might not see it now. I feel that as we grow, we have more and more things that we take responsibility. Like as an example, right? Maybe right now we're not thinking about buying a house or buying a car. Or maybe we're not thinking about the career that we want. And if we don't think about it, if we don't have that thought of, oh, where do I want to go? Or, oh, where do I want to end up? What car am I aiming to buy, right? If we don't think about these things, when it actually hits and when the time comes where we need to be able to make a decision, we get lost and we don't know what to actually choose. Like when you finally have all the savings enough for, to buy a car, you don't know what car to buy. You're like, uh oh, I, I didn't think this far. Or when you finally start working and when you finally have to apply for that job, you're like, oh no, I, I didn't think of what job that I wanted and things like that. And that's the opposite side of the spectrum. I feel that we need to be able to have that general picture of our life. It doesn't need to be completely like in detail and it doesn't need to be like sort of strict. As long as you have that general idea, like let's say that you want to buy a house, right? Instead of thinking, oh, I want to get this house with this price tag and I want it at this age. Let's add in some numbers into this, right? I want to be able to get this $1 million house at this certain place. I still don't know what to say, but at this certain place and I want to get it four years from now if you put that pressure on yourself you might focus too much on it and you might neglect yourself in the present or you might actually stress yourself out when you don't get there and maybe you might feel like oh maybe 
the house is actually 1.5 million and you get so hung up on the actual future plan that you wanted it to be 1 million that you don't see it as something that you want and you push it away you know things like that right it'll come back and kind of like bite you in the butt but if you give yourself some slack and if you give yourself some uh, space to be able to actually adjust yourself it will be definitely better and it will help you to actually be able to achieve it know what i'm saying so like instead of one million maybe give yourself a range maybe i'm looking for a house for from 750k to 1.5 million and where do i want it well i don't know maybe it's just around the city or it's in a place where it's easily accessible and when do i want it probably four to six years from now give yourself two years so if you give yourself that sort of opportunity and if you give yourself that space only then you are able to really open up your mind and give yourself some slack give yourself some time to actually think about it that way if you see an opportunity to get a house that's like 800k or maybe you might see a house that's like 1.4 million k that's like a perfect place and you'll then be able to make a proper decision on what you want in all honesty i feel that life doesn't really go the way that you plan it and you can only plan but you cannot choose for yourself like if that makes sense you can only plan but whatever happens happens so being able to accept things in the future is important and being able to accept things that may or may not actually fit into your criteria of things that you want in the future is important because life works that way it doesn't really go the way you plan it and yeah so i think that's what's important for the future and I honestly feel like I've been rambling on for way too long because I'm supposed to do other segments as well. But yeah, so those three things, the past, the present and the future and what they hold, like from the past, we only need to take the things that we learned from our past mistakes and past actions. And for the present, we need to be able to live for the present. We need to be able to be present and we need to be able to chase what we want at that certain point in time. We need to be able to go for it you know what i'm saying and for the future we need to be able to have a general idea of what our future holds and what we want to aim for and by having all of these things right by applying these things on a daily basis or maybe on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis only then we are able to actually see the balance in our life and actually live life to a certain way that you're comfortable you're comfortable you feel good about yourself and you feel sort of productive if i'm wording that correctly i really don't know but i'm, I'm going on a whim here <laughs> I think that life should be lived in moderation and we need to be able to take certain things in life and we need to be able to let go of certain things in life. It's like what I also said in the last episode, you know, you take the things that you can control and you have to leave the ones that you can't control. These are the things that we need to be able to focus on. And when we are able to actually focus on the right things, then life will get easier and life will turn out to be better than you expected and you might get surprises that you really didn't see coming your way and things like that so yeah life isn't perfect i really do not think that life is perfect and i think that life is unique for everyone we we have experiences that no one else will ever go through and we have things that no one else will see in our lives only you are able to really 
think about the things that you have and the things that you had and the things that you will have. I hope this actually helps with you and I hope this helps you see life in a different way. Or even if you've thought about this before, even if you have been thinking about this way, I really hope that it's a reminder that you need to live your life in a way that you are happy. Whatever it is, even if you disagree with this or even if you feel like you have a better idea, just I hope this helps. <laughs> because you have one life and you should really live it to the fullest and you need to be able to be happy with the things that you want. So yeah, life. It's a crazy world out there. There's nothing else to do but to live through it. So yeah. Honestly, if you ask me, I feel like I have been quite busy. Well, not busy, but just more to like physically and mentally drained. And I'm not saying that as anything bad. Like, no, it's not bad. It's just something that we all go through, right? We, we do feel tired sometimes and we do feel like we are just kind of at our limit, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm not saying this as like something negative. I'm not saying that I feel burnt out or anything. No, it's just a feeling. And yeah, I just got to be able to accept it, right? So I feel like these past few weeks have taken a toll on me completely. And I never really managed to like catch a break or anything at all. I was just constantly out and about. Whether it be I'm out and about in the house or out and about outside doing errands, running errands or focusing on things focusing on studying focusing on different things right and i just feel like i really just couldn't catch a break my energy levels weren't able to catch up with my daily activities and i felt that although i did feel like i was still okay you still kind of feel like it's not okay <laughs> i don't really know what i'm saying but that's what i'm trying to get through here well, basically, I just felt that my life was going a bit too fast. And because it was going so fast throughout these past few weeks, I felt that it stopped me from doing a lot of things that I wanted to do for myself. I stopped caring for myself. I stopped uh, thinking about myself. I didn't manage my sleep. I didn't manage my time well. And yeah, <laughs> whether it be like creating new things like the podcast or resting and really just taking a some time off for yourself right it was really sort of limited for me and all i wanted to do was just to be able to slow things down slow life down and regain control over my life and myself but the thing is we aren't able to do this all the time we might have like responsibilities and we might have things that are way more important than us getting a rest or taking a rest or something like that right we might have like non-stop things that we need to be able to push through and keep going before we are able to rest sometimes it's just not a priority but i know that although it's not a priority we still have that need to be able to bring something back you know something that can actually pull you down and something that you can regain your control and that is when the song gravity by john mayer came into the rescue <laughs> that was a really long introduction but enter the random song ging 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 segment so although the past few weeks have been really busy for me, I managed to actually feel like I had a break or I finally was able to catch my breath when I heard Gravity by John Mayer. And it was random because I was sort of just chilling in my room and that song came on from my playlist. Like that song was next. That song just popped out out of nowhere and 
it really did have this like sort of effect on me. I, I was taking a break and I felt really, really tired. And when it played, it instantly just gave me the break that I needed and that I was looking for for so long. I don't know what about the song, but it just really did slow things down, you know? The slow tempo, the melody, the guitar riffs, and like the vocals, and just the song overall allowed me to feel calm. And it was just absolutely surreal because it was just for a few seconds and for, for a few minutes, you know? I basically just listened to it and I closed my eyes and it felt as if I was gaining back my energy just by listening to it. Just in the few span of a minute, it felt like I was resting for an hour. And I was filled with energy and with like happiness and contentment all over again. And it truly did feel like my mind was able to recover and follow the song melody and the beat of the song. And I don't know if you guys have heard it. Of course, you've heard Gravity by John Mayer. I mean, it's a pretty popular song. But if you guys haven't heard it, you know, just go ahead and give it a listen. The tempo is like really, really slow. And I feel like it's just something that is different from songs that I usually listen to. I usually listen to like uh, bands and like pop and all of these like fast paced songs. And when Gravity just came next, it just it just completely changed the mood. <laughs> And just like that, I was able to regain my control over myself and the reality that I was facing. Thinking about Gravity, you know, like actually diving into the song and into the segment of random song ging ging ging. I gotta say that I really do love that song. I feel like the song itself, like Gravity, is just so simple but yet complicated in the exact same way. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that the lyrics just really send you thinking. The lyrics are so simple, but at the same time, they possess or they hold so much meaning. It's like you understand it, but at the same time, you don't really understand it. And that's how it goes. But what I think that John Mayer was trying to portray was just how hard it is to not actually mess up in your life. Like in the first part of the song, right? He says... I never know what makes this man, with all the love his heart can stand, dream of ways to throw it all away. He's questioning why people who have everything in the world and who have all the love that they can have throw it all away, whether it be intentional or unintentional, right? Like, it's like you still found a reason or you still found a way to lose it all. It just seems as if your life will never go the way that you want it. And to me, I think that him using the reference of gravity as the main theme or the main idea of how there's this constant force or this constant fear of you falling down, you actually falling from gravity is so fitting for the use in that song because there are so many moments in life where you might be blinded by other things and you might end up pursuing other things leading to you losing more than what you initially had and you don't realize that you've had all the love that you needed and somehow you just found a way to lose it somehow gravity made you fall and somehow it just got to you you know like we go days and days and we can go weeks without falling we can go months without tripping or maybe okay probably not but we can go days without tripping we can go weeks without tripping and falling and stumbling right because of gravity but eventually it will happen to us you know we will might trip and fall whether it be we are careless or we're just completely accidentally it happens to everyone and to think that john mayer actually used that 
to explain how it feels to feel like you're just gonna mess up in life and that constant feeling of fear i think it's it's amazing <laughs> i really have no words and yeah the song itself doesn't really have a lot of lyrics so it's basically just two verses which are talking about that as well about how you just are afraid of losing it and you're afraid of getting the wrong things and you're afraid of messing up in a place that you're unfamiliar with right and towards the end towards the bridge part he just keeps saying keep me where the light is it's just basically trying to send a bit of hope to yourself and keeping yourself from stumbling in life keep me where the light is keep me where the light is don't let me fall into the shadow and the thing is when you are constantly able to remind yourself of the light, of the little beacon of hope, or the thing that you desperately hold on to, right? It becomes increasingly easier to stick with it, rather than forgetting the purpose of why you work so hard and surrendering yourself to the shadows or like to the darkness. When you are constantly reminding yourself, when you constantly have that beacon of hope in your head, it's easier to stay. You can easily remind yourself why you're there. You can tell yourself that, hey, I need to be able to keep doing this. You know, I need to be able to keep holding on to this. I need to be able to realize all of the things that I have now and all of the people who love me and all of that. Right. I don't want to lose it and just keep me where the light is. Yeah, we lose sight of things easily. We really do. We lose sight of whatever is in front of us even. And constantly having that reminder would help us to stay on track. Aside from the lyrics and the meaning of the song itself, I feel like the vibes and the melody of the song has also a sense of intimacy. Or I think, I think, like, I don't really know how to explain it. But the song itself feels so homey and inviting and basically feels like a safe spot for me. It's as if it's okay to drop your guard and unwind and really truly allow yourself to feel whatever that you want to feel in that short amount of time. I think that that's the most important part of a song. It needs to be able to give you that feeling. It needs to be able to give you that raw emotion from the song itself. Different songs have different reasons for you to listen to it. And I think that the reason why I would listen to Gravity would definitely be just to be able to feel as if I'm comfortable and feel as if I'm safe in a safe spot and really let myself relax and let myself take a short break from a very, very hectic life. So, yeah, Gravity by John Mayer. <laughs> I believe that this song can carry many different meanings for many, many different people. Like I said, the lyrics are very simple, yet confusing, yet they just have a lot of meaning and a lot of interpretations that you can apply in your own life or however you want to feel this song is like however you want this song to be for you. With that said, I think that it's truly a great song indeed. So thanks, John Mayer finally allowed me to rest so yeah and the last thing that i have for today i think that although i believe that the first segment is going to be a really long one because recording it now it was a really long one like i'm not i'm not gonna lie i don't know how much i'm gonna edit and cut out 
things but uh just giving you a little heads up so uh i think we're gonna chill for a bit you know what i'm saying you know we talked about john mayer the song and yeah let, let, let's just chill for a while i actually got a request or i actually got a suggestion for me to introduce or talk about my favorite book and i think that's a very nice topic to talk about but i don't think i have a favorite book <laughs> I feel like books are very similar to songs because you have different songs and you have different favorites. Like you might love this song from a band, but you might also absolutely love this song from just an artist or a solo singer or something like that, right? And there are many different genres and there are different situations or different feelings and things that you have related to each and every song. So it's actually really hard to choose what's your favorite song because your answer would totally depend on how you are feeling and what situation you are in at that exact moment in time. And I feel like it has the same thing for books because it's basically the same thing. You know, you have so many different genres, you have so many different stories that each book has and it's hard for you to actually choose a certain one if i were to feel like i'm very productive right and i feel like i'm very into self-help and things like that and focusing on my mental health right i would say that one of my favorite books would be tuesdays with maury or possibly the courage to be disliked and those are two books that i think i really learned valuable life lessons but on the other side of the spectrum, if you ask me when I'm feeling all fictional character kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like like I'm living in a fantasy and all that, I would have a different book in mind. You know, I'd probably go for the beginning of everything or probably extraordinary means or yeah, things like that. And then if I feel like I'm more to wholesome things stuff like that right maybe i'd go for a good night mr tom so like there's a lot of things that you can talk about and there's a lot of favorite books that you can have it's not specifically just one and i feel like i can talk about all of these ones that i've just mentioned but there's a specific book that i want to talk about now because it would be something a little bit more special to me in my heart okay maybe you can have a favorite book but yeah I might be wrong, but you never know. So the book that I wanted to talk about today is Looking for Alaska by John Green. And it's another John. Wow, I did not realize that. So this book means a lot to me because it was one of the first books that I completely fell in love with. You know, I bought Looking for Alaska about the same exact time that John Green released his The Fault in Our Stars. The Fault in Our Stars was the very first book that I bought as a novel, right? For some reason, I, I saw it on the on the display and I just thought it would be a good book, which actually led me down to a bunch of romance books and romance novels. And eventually it led me to Looking for Alaska because I was so hooked on John Green. Keep in mind, this is me when I was like a lot younger. So yeah, I, I was really into fictional and romantic kind of books, I guess. So looking for Alaska actually caught my interest and stole my heart, right? Because it was a book that I felt was truly revolutional. It was a book that I experienced like true, true emotions and I got so attached to the characters and it felt like I was a part of the world and it felt as if that 
the reality kind of blended in with the fantasy and it got to a point where I don't really want to spoil anything but like it got to a point where I had to stop reading because things were just so intense and because I was so engrossed into that fantasy I had to pull myself out of it just to be able to get a grip on reality and it was crazy that was one of the first books that I truly felt like that I thought that that was a special moment for me and because it made me realize what books can do and the impact it has on you. I feel that the most important thing about books is the way that the author writes and the way that the story is told because too complicated of a book would make it hard for you to enjoy things while too simple of a things would just make it too simple. You know, you need a little bit of sophistication in your life and I think that Looking for Alaska and John Green definitely did a good job in it. It, it was it's really amazing. I don't really want to go into like the synopsis and like the plot of it all because it will definitely like it's something that if you're really interested in i think you should just take a look there might be pdf versions online and things like that if you if you really want to check it out but in all honesty it was a really great book i don't think i have much to say because honestly i did not plan ahead i'm not gonna lie but looking for alaska Yes, if I had to choose one of my favorite books, it would be definitely be that. And why would I choose it? It would definitely be because of how intense it felt and how attached I was to it. You know the book is good when you finish the last page and you're still lingering in the world that it had created, right? So I felt that so much and I, I couldn't pick up another book for a, a couple months. I just couldn't bring myself to leave that fantasy and start a new one. And that is a clear sign of how much I loved it. So yeah, maybe you might not feel the same way for the same book. And maybe you might feel the same way for different books. And I can't assure you that Looking for Alaska would definitely be the same book. And I cannot assure you that Looking for Alaska will give you the same reaction that I had. You know, everyone's different and we're definitely in a different time right now. I, I've definitely grown a lot after reading it. <laughs> so I might have a different reaction towards it if I were to read it now or anyone who's listening to this right now, you might not feel the same way that I did. But I think that that's what's unique about it as well. Having your favorite memories and having these favorite things in your life truly do depend on the situation as well. And it depends on your own experience with it. Totally the timing, the experience and the understanding you had at that exact moment is crucial to how you feel towards something. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll make more segments about books because books are something that I continuously read. Yeah, I say that, but I, I can't even do movies, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll do more. I, I've read I've read a few books, so at least I can give my honest review and perhaps synopsis and value, not values, but more like the main key things in each book. So yeah, if you guys do want to hear more, just let me know. I'll try to figure it out. So yeah, Looking for Alaska by John Green. Definitely one for the books. And there you have it. I think that's the end of this episode of the podcast. And yeah, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed. And I apologize if I wasn't that in depth or in detail for the book 
or if we're looking for Alaska. If you want, I can definitely go into more detail. Just, just gotta, you know, let me know and give me a bit of time and I'll figure it out. But aside from that, I really do hope that you enjoyed this episode and I really do hope that you are good. You know, you're taking care of yourself and overall you're just good. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, if anything, you know where to find me. You can check out the Waffling Podcast on Instagram for any reels and updates about whatever that I want to post. And there's not really much that I have to say. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. And with that said, I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.